Guess who's back? Dom Delivers. I missed y'all. I really did. Life has been happening and I've been neglecting the podcast. But nonetheless, your girl is back like cook crack. Y'all know I'm constantly interrogating myself and disrupting my own truth. So I'm always asking myself questions like, how's your heart feeling? What what are you doing that brings you joy? Have you been exercising? So as I ask those same questions to myself, I'm asking y'all, what y'all been doing? How y'all feeling? Like, what's going on? We are in the midst of a pandemic, a crisis, a global crisis at that. How y'all staying sane? But let's talk. Today's a very, 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 very special day. It's my motherfucking birthday. I am 31 years old. We about to cue some Drake. Hey. It's your fucking birthday. All right, enough of that, but definitely cues Drake. Um, in the same vein, without without you know acknowledging my birthday, I can't not forget about God and this. I am in straight worship today. Hey. So y'all already know my heart posture today is excited and truly, truly grateful. Where do I begin? Where do I really begin? Um, I will say that birthdays are definitely a sacred time for me because I am eternally grateful to see another year. Being that we are under quarantine, aka house arrest, I'm not doing anything today. Um, I am working currently on the clock, mind your business. Um, I am working today and I decided to give the people an episode on the podcast. So it's been long overdue. What are we going to talk about? I got a few things. Um, I got some updates. Um, I was in a relationship, I guess. We'll talk about that. I definitely lost a loved one to the quarantine. I mean, to the COVID, to the COVID. And I am trying to be at peace with it. I am. Um, We could definitely talk about your girl, Messy Ass Molly and Issa. And then I was thinking about, I want to say I want to call it Lessons at 31 or Lessons that I'm Carrying into 31. Not really sure on the title, but we're just going to talk about shit that I've learned. And then that's it. We're going to wrap it up. We are definitely going to wrap it up. So... Without further ado, let's get into these motherfucking updates. So, you know, New York City teacher, English teacher to be exact, and we are currently working from home. We've been working home, working from home since about March 13th, March 14th. Not really sure, but sometime in March. Um, It's trash. I liked it in the beginning, and now I am noticing that I have disengagement from the student. People are not completing the work. I'm not grading shit on time because I am tired, like literally tired. Um, I do miss being in the actual classroom, seeing my coworkers, shooting the shits with them in the hallways, getting hugs from the kids, laughing, just being on Baychester 
was bliss. Like, 20 minutes on the crib. Like, I enjoyed getting up every morning and driving. Now, I literally shower before class. Class is at 1. I'm in the shower at 12. Like, and y'all might see my face on Zoom or Google Meets, depending on what platform we use and depending on the week. Because y'all know, messy old DOE don't know what they want to do with us. So, I am... I miss it. I miss being at actual work, but I am eternally grateful. When I say grateful, I am grateful to God because having consistent income during this time is a motherfucking blessing. It's a motherfucking blessing. Like you are, you got to be grateful. So despite the circumstances, despite the stress, of what work is doing for me, I am grateful that they still pay me faithfully on the 15th and 31st. I'm just eternally grateful. So that's enough of work. Let's move on to COVID-19. Can we talk about how we thought COVID-19 was a joke initially? People were getting masks, and I was like, nigga, we'll be back to work by next week. Nah, it's been months. We haven't been back to work. And, um... I was truly unprepared, and I still am. Um, I probably don't have enough masks. Every time I go to shop, but I buy two. Um, I'm trying to get some off Groupon or Amazon. I have some cleaning products. Don't really have no hand sanitizer except the one from Bed Bath & Beyond. So, you know, my hands is glittering. Full of glitter, not glittering. That's not a word. Full of glitter. And it smells like fucking cucumber lemon, to be exact with you. Um, I, I I wasn't really ready. I wasn't. And then what really took me by surprise is that I lost someone that I love. Um, I lost Greg. He was my homeboy. We messed around a little bit. You know, he was the homie. But I truly, like, miss him. Like, the last time I saw him was in October. We took a couple flicks at the bar. And when he, when I found out that he had passed away... I was searching in my bum-ass iPhone X looking for it because, like, I just wanted to see his smile again. And, yeah, I missed it. Then I scrolled upon, like, our old text messages. Yo, we was nothing but jokes. Nothing but jokes. Um, So that one definitely hurt. I know other people have lost, like, relatives, aunties, uncles, cousins. And I'm praying for people who have lost relatives who are, you know, facing this difficult time. For those of us who have compromised immune systems, please take care of yourself. Please stay away from people. You know what? Over the weekend, I definitely peeped. My My cousin turned 31, and this nigga, when I tell you this nigga had, like, a whole little bashment, on the block, yo, mad niggas was outside. Um, no one was wearing masks. I don't want to call it, but y'all niggas know that the Rona is still out here, right? Like, it did not disappear. Just because it was 70 degrees does not mean that it disappeared. So please, I beg you, take care of yourself. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands, do whatever necessary precautions, drink your water, moisturize your skin, do whatever you need to do, but please take care of yourself. That's all for that. Um, I was in a relationship. I was. Big emphasis on the word was. Um, I was dating this Zoe from Brooklyn. We're going to refer to him as the bear. 
Um, the bear and I have a mutual friend. We dated for a little bit. And then your man just went ghost on me. He was really out here pulling a ghost bay, like how Nathan did to Issa. I promise you everything was good last week. And I don't know what happened. Anything that happened past Wednesday, I cannot tell you. Um, am I hurt? A little bit. Uh, do I want closure? Of course. But I am maturing and understanding that silence is an answer. So, cool. You don't have to say nothing to me. I figured it all out. This is what you want. This is what you're going to get. I'm not going to text you. I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to slide in your DMs. I'm not even going to stalk your little Instagram or your little WhatsApp. I ain't doing none of that shit. Why? Because it don't bring me no joy. It don't bring me no joy. So, I'm not with the shits. That's all I got for that. I probably will never bring that up again on the podcast. And none of my niggas better bring that shit up to me again because I'm not. I mean, I ain't speaking on it. We ain't got nothing Now, let's talk about your girl, Messy Molly. Your girl, Messy Molly. And the good people at Insecure and Issa. So, what I'm going to say is, season four is trash so far. Um, I think the greatest thing was that Issa was able to produce her block party and have uh, Vince Staples pull up and perform. But your fake-ass best friend, Molly, was like, I'm your best friend. But then you want to call me a backstabber, but you ain't shit. Um, And then yesterday's episode of Insecure was really... It was rough for me to swallow, to be honest with you. Because um, I felt Issa through everything. Like, she wants to make things right with Molly. But, girl, if you are constantly being the one to have to repair or restore the friendship, come on, sis, you got to stop. And at 31, that is a lesson that I'm carrying with me continuously. Why? Because... I have friends who feel like it is okay to use you when it's convenient and only know you when they need something. So, if you do not bring me peace in the friendship, if you do not bring me joy in the friendship, I am going to slowly pull away. And I really think that this time for Issa and many of the Issas in the world, um, do you. Do you, boo. You may need to take a break from the people and just fall back in love with yourself. Do shit for you, because I know I am. And that's just a constant what I'm doing over here. Um, Let's see. What else do I want to talk about? Um, I did say we're going to talk about these lessons at 31, right? Baby, can we talk about how birthdays are super emotional for me? And I can tell you why. When I was younger, I didn't really like myself. I was I was a popping joint, but I didn't realize my poppingness. So I had a few suicide attempts and a few of like I don't want to be here, I want to die type shit, like these ideations. But we want to thank God for growth, thank God for deliverance, and thank God for His continuous mercies that uh, He gives me on a daily because child. I couldn't be here. So I usually spend my birthday crying multiple times throughout the day. Not like tears of sadness, like legit gratitude. 
legit gratitude. Like, if you send me a text message and to wish me happy birthday, I'm probably going to cry. I've cried, like, five times already this this morning, and it's only 8.49. But, uh, you know, uh, so let's dive into these lessons. Um, one of my favorite people was interviewed by Oprah a couple years back. Tik Nanhan, and I remember him saying that waking up this morning, I smile. Twenty four brand new hours are before me. I vow to live fully in each moment. Yo, when I tell you those are words to live by, words to live by. Um, waking up on a daily basis is a blessing. Having the activity of your limbs and breath in your body, the ability to take, to inhale and exhale. And to do that by yourself, especially in these times when I'm not on the ventilator or I'm not having oxygen pumped into my body, like, it is truly a blessing to be alive. So, I choose joy every day. I literally choose joy every day. And I encourage you to do the same thing as well. So, originally, I wanted to think of uh, 30 lessons that I'm going to carry with me into 31, but I don't know if I got 31 lessons, but I am just thinking about lessons and advice that I've gotten throughout the years that has shaped me to be the woman as I, the woman that I am today. So here we go. Um, first one is speak your truth. Even if your voice shakes, I want to say often as black women, it's easy to remain silent and quiet because it's comfortable. I know daily I try to disrupt this shit and challenge myself to be more like a lion and let people hear me roar in spaces and places that I might often be silent. So I often think about work and not advocating for myself as I would like to. So I am definitely working on doing that more, advocating and speaking the fuck up. Um, I I encourage everyone, I know I believe in a higher source, Yahweh, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, believe in something. Just believe in something. I think it's pretty much self-explanatory. Yo, I've been following this girl on Instagram. I'm going to say her Instagram is Soul Through Soul. That's one of them. But Tiffany... She reminds us to celebrate everything, and that is a lesson that I take, that I'm taking with me into 31. Celebrate everything. Everything is worth celebrating because you don't know how precious life is. So, yeah. Um, we could be on lesson number four. Run your own race. Comparison is a thief, is a thief of joy. Now, I have countless experiences where I would beat myself up because... I'm not like so-and-so or I don't have what X, Y, and Z has. But I actually needed to slow down and just move to the beat of my own drum because you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar. We probably on lesson six or seven. I'm going to just stop keeping up with the count and just drop these lessons as they come. So... Practicing the art of gratitude and starting each day with a grateful heart is something that I've been doing for years now. Um, anybody knows me, knows that I believe in 
just being grateful because that's what we should be, just be grateful. And um, just, yeah, that's it. Just be grateful in a nutshell. Um, My next one is find songs that you can carry with you through storms. So, like, get you some music. get Make a playlist of songs that you can carry with you when things get rough. Like, I know... I have several playlists of, like, inspirational music um, that I listen to when things get a little crazy and I'm off-centered or off-balance. These songs center me and bring me joy. And I just love a good feel-good song, to be honest with you. So this playlist range from Never Would Have Made It, The Battle Is Yours by Yolanda Adam, to... Um, a little Beyonce, a little Jay-Z, a little Davies, a little Max B. And I'm not talking Max B, the real rapper. I'm talking Max B, my friend, because he's a rapper too. You know. So just make sure you have music that'll feel good, lift you up. Because sometimes when you can't call on people, you can hum a tune of that song and... It should bring you joy, because I know it brings me joy. Um, This one is major. This one is so major, because as an OC, only child, I definitely value this one. So finding your tribe, the people that believe in you and will propel you forward. Um, I have countless tribes, and I think it's okay to have countless tribes, because we operate in different spaces. There is intersectionality that could exist, but we all operate in different spaces. Like I have church friends, work friends, elementary school friends, friends from high school, friends from college, friends that I've met on Twitter, um, the Instagram daddies. Like I got different people and I enjoyed knowing who I could talk to about certain things and who I can't. And in my heart of hearts, one day, maybe at my wedding, uh, we'll cross paths. But if not, I'm okay with that. Like, I am okay with that. I know if I want to turn up, I know who to call. I know if I want to have a serious conversation about life, I know who to reach out to. I know if I need to pray and I want somebody to intercede on my behalf, I definitely know who to call. So, yeah, just know, find yourself some people who love you, who will genuinely genuinely support your dreams and visions and will support you to just be great. That's what you need. Greatness. Um, ba-dum, bum, bum. Next lesson is what doesn't kill you truly does make you stronger. And I'm thinking about this one experience that sent me to the ER a.k.a. sex. So back in 2013, sex sent me to the ER, and I thought I was going to die. Literally thought I was going to die. Um, me and my boyfriend at the time, we were doing the do, being nasty, being grown. And I ended up with a vaginal laceration. How? I don't know, but this is where we are. Um, and here I am, seven years later, still able to tell the story and still able to laugh about it, like with my ex-boyfriend. Don't ask me why I'm so friends with my ex-boyfriend. That's none of your business right now. That is none of your business. But just know that there are things that have happened in your life that has not killed you that you could look back years and say, wow, like, I am 
a conqueror. I achieved so much. Uh, let me think about something else that I thought was going to kill me. Uh, whether or not literally, but figuratively. Um, back in 2011, I had graduated college with my... 2011 was my bachelor's? Yeah, 2011 was my bachelor's. And I had applied to law school and I got rejected. Well, I only applied to one law school and got rejected. But um, I'm still successful. So the blockage or things that I thought were for me that did not happen, I can still overcome and achieve. So, yeah, here we are. Um, My big sister, Heather... She definitely dropped this gem yesterday. And lately, people have been telling me this, but the way my sister had put this shit was so smooth. In a nutshell, she said, handle yourself with grace. Allow yourself grace. And I was like, yo, I don't do that. I'm so hard on myself. So I got to be a little bit more gentle. And I think we all could be a little bit more gentle with ourselves. So I'm definitely bringing that into 31. When I was in the sixth grade, I learned of the word gumption, and it is one of my favorite words. It is one of my favorite words. Why? I don't know, but I just am in love with the word gumption, and it just means that I have it within me. That's not what the word means, but... um. I think all the gumption that we need to be great and live our best lives lie within. So um, sometimes we're so quick to look for external uh, satisfaction or joy when we could truly just look within to find that. So if you want to be a, a lawyer, but you don't know any lawyers, you can be the first lawyer in your family by... You know, researching, going to law school, doing what you got to do to be great. Uh, you don't need society to validate you when you can validate your own motherfucking self. And that's a word. So the gumption lives within. Just tap in. Tap, tap. Activate it. Because uh, you can go great places once you know that all the strength and resourcefulness that you need to achieve is internal and once you activate that or channel that you will move mountains literally and figuratively let's move on i believe in these two things and i would probably count them as two separate gems but i'm gonna just say them together um finding joy in everything and loving hard they don't go hand in hand, but I do believe that they are so important. So finding joy in everything, I literally find joy in everything. Like waking up and being able to cook a meal for myself brings me joy. Um, walking outside and just observing God's craftiness, whether it's looking at the skies or looking at um, just nature, it's beautiful. So find joy in everything and love hard. Like I love life. I don't live my life to the fullest because I'm a scaredy cat. That's another conversation for another podcast. Um, I don't think I'm necessarily... Matter of fact, I'll bring it to y'all. I don't think I'm necessarily a scaredy cat more so than I am 
meticulous and strategic and everything has to be planned out. Now, does that mean I live a cautious life? Not really sure. Probably does, but um, it is what it is. We're going to continue to propel forward, uh, push myself to continuously to get uncomfortable because that was a hashtag that I brought into 2020. Hashtag get uncomfortable in everything you do because, you know, they say pressure bust pipes. And, um, yeah, I'm just out here busting pipes and making moves, literally. Um, my favorite singer passed away August. Mm, ooh, when did Aaliyah die? Uh, if I'm 30, maybe. I don't even remember, but she died. And she, before she died, she left us with some gems. And one of the gems that she left us um, is If You Fail or If You Fall, channel your inner Aaliyah by dusting yourself off and try again. Um, We have constant, we have many opportunities to continuously reinvent ourselves. So um, I know for me, when I was trying to become certified as a teacher, I've taken several, and I mean several, certification exams. And I failed a couple. I even failed my road test. Um, but look at me now, whipping that car. And look at me now. I'm a, I am a teacher, and I've been teaching for a while now, and I am eternally grateful. Actually, I'm getting honored tomorrow because of my years of experience by a nonprofit organization. So, Kudos to me and my fine self doing the thug dizzle. Doing the motherfucking thug dizzle. But nonetheless, um, dust yourself off and try again. Come back stronger, come back better, and be great and crush it. Words to live by, words to hustle by. Um, This next one is so important to me. Well, these next few are. They've all been important to me, but I definitely remember learning this lesson maybe back. Um, my mother been dead seven years. Maybe back in like 2012, where I just learned, I just had to learn how to say no without justification, without explanation. Like saying no, period. Like that was the sentence. And I literally had to learn that because people would ask you, like, why are you not doing something? Mind your business. Or can you do something for me? No. But why? But why not? But why should I have to? So learn to say no without having to explain yourself. If you have to explain yourself to people, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, my favorite one that I do constantly, or I'm doing it more these days, is asking for help. And I used to think that asking for help made you weak. Nah, bro. Asking for help is a smart-ass move. Like, if you don't know something, just ask. There are people out here who have experienced whatever you may be experiencing, whatever you may need. Um, so just ask. People are willing to offer advice. If you can't get it from somebody verbally, I'm confident there's a book that can help you. So ask for help, do your own research, and be motherfucking great. 
Um, in the midst of chaos, we need to be still. We need to be still. Practice the art of being still. Um, that could be like centering yourself, relaxing, um, disconnecting, but definitely just be still. I, I also, when I say be still, I'm like, yo, chill out, mama. As I like minister to myself, that's what I do. I think I only have two more lessons left. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I'm just looking over my notes. I got like 10 left. I'm going to make this quick. Not really, because I'm here for this authentic conversation with you beautiful people. So, Lego. I want to say less is more. Speak less and listen more. So, it's a lot in that one lesson. But, um, you don't got to talk so much. Shut up. The smartest person in the room doesn't always talk. The smartest in the room, person in the room is listening and observing. So, do that. Um, my mama told me this lesson a while back. Uh, don't do, don't do things that zap or deplete you, especially your energy. So if things are not serving you, remove yourself. You don't have to be in places and spaces that don't bring you joy, essentially. So rid yourself from those places. Or if you have things in your apartment that are not causing you joy, you might want to adopt a minimalist ideology and just go on a purge. And y'all could watch... Mm, damn, I hate when I don't remember the recommendations, but I want to say her name is like Marie Choi. She's on Netflix. It's like The Art of Less or Being a Minimalist. I don't know. I'll put it in, in the link or in the bio. In the bio. Because um, that was a good one. It was good. Like, I was able to purge and get rid of some things. I'm actually about to do a purge today. Little does my apartment know. We about to get cleaner. I just want freshness and... I just want to get rid of shit, honestly. So, things might be going to the Goodwill. Things might be going to the garbage. I got tons of books that I've read and annotated that I want to pass on to somebody. Like, More Than Enough by Elaine Wellworth. I want to pass that on. She's no longer that. That's no longer her last name. She's like Elaine Singleton now. But, you know... Um, I got a couple of Jason Reno books that I want to get rid of. Um, Push Out by Monique. I want to get rid of, not Push Out the sex book. This book is like Push Out the Decriminalization of Girls. It was really a good read, but I want to get rid of it. The Hate You Give, like I read it like three times. Um, so I just got some things that I got to get rid of. So if it's no longer serving you, then say bye-bye. Ta-ta. You got to go, mama. Later. All right. Let me hit you with these last few uh, few lessons or gems. Naps are good. They are super restorative. It just, it's, it completes me. A good nap makes me feel awesome. Uh, next one, be reflective. I'm always in my head, so I encourage you to be reflective too. Reflect on your day, reflect on your experiences, Reflect on where you want to be versus where you are and generate a plan to get there. Um, Know this. We are not alone. We are definitely not alone. And I think in these times that we're living in right now, it's important to know that we're not alone. So find yourself a support group. Find yourself a friend. uh, Pray, meditate. But know that we're not alone. We're in this together. New York strong. Be strong. 
Um, dive into a good book. Get you a good book. Reading is an escape from your everyday life. So I want to start a book club. I'm going to try to figure out how to launch an online book club by the end of the week. That is one of my goals by the end of the week on top of finding a new therapist. But that is neither here nor there. My God. Um, I really love this one. Watch the words that you speak because they can become your reality. So... Bible says life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Um, I say the same thing, essentially. Um, Don't speak negative thoughts to yourself because you start to believe them. So speak life. Uh, Your words can transform. So be mindful of what you speak. Um, Manifest what you want. That is the lesson. Manifest what you want. That's it. Just manifest what you want. Your manifestation game needs to be on fleek. I don't even know if people say fleek anymore, but it came to mind, so oops. Anywho, um, I remember breaking up with a, with a guy mm, maybe four years ago. Broke up with a guy, and I had manifested new love, and I had got it, and I had fucked it up, but I had got it. So, I was happy that I had this whole new love that I had manifested. I dated this guy named Sean from Brooklyn. And he, he just loved me more than I loved him. And it was weird initially. But looking back, I realized, yo, sis, she wasn't ready for that. But I did manifest new love and I got it. And sometimes I miss him. I don't know if I genuinely miss him as a person. I think I miss what we had. Boom, that sounds better. I'm I'm processing as I speak to y'all, so you know. Um, I really want to encourage you to drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water. Um, kudos to Amazon. They came here today and they dropped off two cases of Poland Spring and they gave me like like they ain't give me. I paid for nine gallons of water because that's all I drink is water. Even though tonight I might have some Jesus juice, aka wine. Um We'll see what happens. I'm 31 now. I might want to drink. Um, Laughed often. Definitely laughed as much as you can. Like, I am always laughing. And as an OC, you got to find shit. You got to find things that bring you joy and things that are funny. So, I love a good comedy. Um, The memes on Instagram, the little videos, funny as fuck. If you got one, share one. I'm ready to laugh, always. Um, these last two are so important to me. We're probably 30 minutes into the podcast and a bitch is happy because, baby, I can't even remember last time I spoke to y'all this long. We're probably over 30 minutes, but you know the vibes. Um, crying is important. So cry when necessary. Tears are cleansing. Tears are cleansing. So cry when you need to. Cry when you need to release, when you don't have the words. Just cry. A good cry is like restoration to the soul. So, yeah. And lastly but not least, lastly but not least, last but not least, bro. That's how now I got to get off the podcast. I'm tired now. Um... People don't make you happy. You will never find happiness in people. Happiness is a choice. 
And choose to be happy always. Choose to be happy always. I am so glad that you guys stuck with me for this podcast. I really don't be speaking that much. But today I wanted to give you a recap of what was going on with me. Let's talk about uh, COVID-19 and the impact that it's having on the black community, a.k.a. me. Uh, Talk about messy relationships with uh, the Zoe. The bear. I call him the Zoe and the bear. Um, Molly and Issa. And I gave you lessons that I'm carrying with me through 31. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Please comment, like, and subscribe. And just be great. I have a great one. I love you guys. Later.